Thank you. Um, so Brad, would you mind just uh, sharing a little bit about your experiences, what you've had experience in, in your work and <laughs> anyways, just share a little bit about uh, your ministry from, from beyond this, just some of your experiences and, and uh, what, you think, what you think would be an opportunity how we could pray for you as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, thanks all for giving me an opportunity to share and to meet you. It's been a, a pleasure. Um, when I uh, finished at Denver Seminary, I actually went into hospice chaplaincy for a number of years. I didn't understand why, because I was doing the chaplaincy uh, with the Rapids at the time. Um, but, uh, you know, a lot of people think sports chaplaincy, oh, that's got to be a lot of fun. Yeah, that's great. You're in the glory, you're in the limelight, but it's a very dark place. Um, especially soccer and the environment is very um, close to, um, I'll just say, religious expression. And um, so it's, it's a real challenge and a real work. Um, but uh, God keeps the doors open in sovereign. And uh, I just want to share um, a quick story with you. I know others would like to share as well. Um, um, what are we doing? There's two stories I can share, so I'm kind of mentally debating which one. But um, oh, I'll share the 12-year Bible. Really so there was a just when you're former player when I had uh, you begun the, uh, working ministry. with the team. He was yeah, yeah, uh, no. uh, yeah. from Sectarian, uh, Scotland. And so, uh, Would you share a little bit about your ministry down in the, in the Antarctic and, and, and then just and know a bit of, of share all of that? And uh, he was the first Protestant player to play on uh, the Catholic okay. team. Yeah. And uh, right now, he found really access. quickly that religion is so right divisive now, that he turned his back on God at that point and said, no thanks, I don't want anything to do with religion. He had come to the club and uh, through a series of conversations uh, over the couple of years that he was there, and uh, you know, my nickname was Rev. Uh, he was always constantly um, battling against me and God and any, any form or talk of religion or faith or spirituality. And um, before he came to leave, though, uh, God just kind of nudged in my heart that uh, I ought to give uh, a Bible to him. And I was a poor seminarian, so I didn't have much funds. And I, I didn't steal a pew Bible, but I, I did buy one. Um, and I wrote a note. I said, Dear, dear John, uh, this book, within this book, are uh, many of the answers that I know that you might be seeking, you might be asking. And I just encourage you to read it. Um, Maybe come alongside others that, that know it well as well. And he was getting ready to leave the club. Well, um, I, I left it for him and thought, all right, Lord, I've, I've, I've been obedient to what you've commanded me to do. A couple months later, though, the team was cleaning out lockers from different players. And sure enough, they handed me the Bible. And they said, hey, Rev, we think this is yours. It has your name in it. Because I had signed my name uh, to John. And um, I was, of course, disappointed. I took the Bible home, um, didn't know what to do with it. So it moved with us from house to house. It was on my bookshelf at times. It was in the garage sale pile a couple times. And I <laughs> had to tell my wife, no, we can't do that. There's a note in there, a personal note to someone. Um, she was, my wife was like, why don't you just rip it out and give it to someone else? I was like, no, I just can't do that. I feel compelled. Like I, something, someday, I'll be released. But um, this is what God's told me to do. Uh, Twelve years later, he came back to the team as a coach. And uh, one day he pulled me into his office, and I, I had noticed some changes that had been going on in him, but he pulled me into his office, closed the door, which always kind of scares you sometimes. But he said, Rev, Rev, I've got to show you something. 
and he opened up his backpack and he pulled out streams in the desert and a compact of the Bible that someone had given him. And uh, he Marty. just kind of confessed a moment. A mutual friend had been sharing with him. And he said, I just have to thank you for over the years, your encouragement. I would text him throughout the years and just say, hey, think about me and your family. If you haven't had a birthday, whatever the moment was. And it's a short one. I can't, no, because we have to be done by six, and that's going to take too much time. It's taking way too much time. Okay. So, um, if you could just share a bit of John and third mill, and then tell them how to access Remember him calling me that night and said, hey, I finished Acts. What do I read next? So, yeah. So, God was really doing something in my heart. So, as soon as I got that call, though, I went downstairs to the to the office and uh, I looked for that Bible that I had. And um, sure enough, there it was. And I let, met with him later for a coffee and um, was able to give him that Bible. And uh, I told him, I said, John, I think, you know, this this Bible is a sign of God's faithfulness. And uh, for 12 years, you know, this this I've had this thing, but but God's been doing a work in you. And uh, so I just want to share that story to encourage you. You never know the impact that you have. And um, 12 years, 20 years, 200 years. Um, the seeds planted. God is working at other times for other people. And um, those are just, that's just one little story. And if you'd like to know more about Soccer Chaplains United, I'd, I'd love to share more with you later on. Thanks. All right. Thank you, Brad. Um, I, there was another video I was going to show, but uh, we're just short on time, so I'm not going to be able to do that. Um, but I would like Marty just to share a little bit about um, Third Mill uh, organization, and uh, if you would, and also um, a little bit about your time in um, down south. Way down south. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I won't take much time, you all. Um, first, uh, I'll just uh, tell you about um, uh, Antarctica and John Torres. Where are you? Yeah, you changed. I know I did. You cheated. Um, <laughs> when you started. <laughs> the uniforms are disappearing. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. So I go to uh, Antarctica. Uh, it's only a mission that the Air National Guard is allowed to do, and that's because the National Science Foundation runs McMurdo Station, and they like the Air National Guard because we're dual-hatted, and not in their minds. You, you got to think these tend to be atheistic, naturalistic type people not too military. Get it? So they have a contract with the Air National Guard to fly everybody in, supplies in, take them to the South Pole, bring them back, all that sort of stuff. So uh, it's a two-month mission and uh, the, really the best part of it is breaking down the barriers because you're not walking into an environment of a lot of people that are going to come to chapel. You're walking into an environment where they look at you funny or they might shoot you the bird when you walk by. Okay? And that happened to me. Okay. They don't like the uniform. In fact, we don't even wear uniforms except one day a week, right? You right. still got your shirt? Uh, well, I got one of them, long yeah. sleeve shirt that says chaplain on it. Yeah. So you go civilian most of the time. Uh, but uh, met some great people down there. I'm still friends with a number of them on Facebook. Uh, they're not Christians. Uh, there wasn't really a whole lot of time to build a lot of relationships down there to earn that level of trust. But I'm, I'm praying that will continue over time. But we did have a good number of folks attending chapel who were believers. I mean, they, there are some there. Um, went out to the South Pole, uh, 
that was a really a unique experience, and um, I don't know if you did yeah, this yeah. or not. You got there, but I went down. They have two poles. One is the ceremonial yeah. South Pole, which stays there all the time with the flags around it. And then there's the geographic South Pole because you know the Earth wobbles. Yeah. You know that, right? So it's not always the same. So I went out to the geographic South Pole and I got down on my hands and knees and I put my hands around it. And at that moment, my hands were every time zone and every longitude in the world at the same time. Did that bake your noodle a little bit? It's like four corners on steroids. So um, just really a, a great experience and um, a lot of fantastic ministry. And one of the things that I did when I went down there is I took, I worked for Third Millennium Ministries now. Any of y'all heard of Third Mill? Okay, awesome. great. Awesome, yes. awesome, awesome. Yes. Okay, um, I worked for Third Mill because I wanted to. I was actually offered a job that paid more money, and when Third Mill came through and said, yeah, we'll hire you, I was like, I want to do this. What we do is we provide seminary-level education to the world for free. In their language, we have hosts for that culture, okay? It's not just a bunch of boring white guys talking for 30 minutes. It's um, uh, all different uh, denominations, uh, all different uh, ethnicities participate in this, <coughs> but we're eliminating the hurdles of getting seminary level education to people who could not otherwise get it. I mean, how many people can raise a quarter million dollars and come to the U.S. for three years to do seminary from Africa? Give me a break. It's just not going to happen. And with Christianity, you know how many, by 2050, how many Christians there will be in Africa? You know, there's certain people that are paid a whole lot of money to tell us what the Holy Spirit's going to do. You know what I'm talking about? But do you have any idea? A billion. Wow. Three times our population. Wow. There will be a billion Christians in Africa. It's growing like wildfire. Who's going to teach them? Right. Where are they going to get their pastors from? So we need to take seminary to them. And we don't charge anything for it. And I got some really great news for chaplains, and then I'll shut up. I okay. Promise. Okay. Um, one of the things I did is I took Third Mill with me to Antarctica and used that for study while I was down there. We've now been on all seven continents. That's pretty cool. But um, that is cool. <laughs> uh, it's free to you all too, and chaplains, you know, whatever venue you're in, whether it's military or civilian, if you're in a situation of doing some kind of a devotion or Bible study or whatever, sometimes it's the last thing you want to prepare for. Um, and in deployed environments, I can tell you, I've been in situations where you didn't have any internet, um, and just creating that level of work was just daunting to try to do that in addition to sermons and counseling and everything else. So, if you will see me afterwards, I will give you some really cool stuff and show you about some other stuff as well. Um, this is, uh, uh, well, first let me say, I can get you a thumb drive of the two years of seminary level education that you can use however you want. It's free. And uh, I've got these available here. We have an app for that. And you can, uh, this has a QR code on it, and you can um, scan that, and it'll put it on your phone for devotional use or whatever, but you can get whatever you want. We have it in about 22 languages right now, and we're continuing to build our program. And uh, here is one we just completed. Hot off the press, this is the book of Samuel, and it's titled Lessons in Leadership. And so what you do is you take this card, I promise I'm sitting down. Okay. <laughs> I can hear you breathing. Okay. So um, you take this card, and you uh, pop this out right here, and you put it in your USB on your computer. And you have all the videos on Samuel that we have done for free. 
I have a limited supply. Wow. So all you got to do is come over and see me afterwards and give me your uh, um, email and stuff, you know, like that. Not going to send you letters trying to raise money or anything like that. We want to get this to you to help because uh, it's great stuff. I used it in Turkey when I was there for a year, uh, deployed um, just fantastic uh, assistance and great discipleship material. And with that, I will leave. That's cool. I was stealing one, but I'll give it back to you. So, so you can have one. You. You're the boss. I have a question to ask you. Should yes. You ride your motorcycle this time? I'm never going to let that down. No, actually, I, I, saw, I sold the Harley last oh, summer no. when, when I resigned the church. Needs and wants became, you know, toys. But my wife doesn't know it yet, but I'm getting another one. <laughs> I didn't record that. Yeah, that's good. There's no proof. All right, thank you guys very much for sharing. Um, the the uh, website is up there um, so that you can look at. Um, it, take a look at the video. That's what I was going to show. Uh, just don't have the time, but uh, uh, take a look at Third Mill's origin story, and uh, it's a great video and, and uh, be wonderful. So.